As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. Welcome to Strictly Business, Variety's weekly podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders about the business of media and entertainment. I'm Cynthia Littleton, co-editor-in-chief of Variety. Today my guest is Andrew Fitzgerald, Senior Vice President of Streaming Video Services for Hearst Television. I started my career in business journalism covering syndication and TV station groups. I love local broadcasting. I have great respect for the mission of local TV, which is to make money, but also to inform and connect the communities that stations serve. This instrument can teach, after all. So with this crazy moment of growth and evolution for TV, I've been very keen to watch the changes in broadcast TV at the national and local levels. Hearst Television is one of the biggest and most well-run groups in the country. They have the independence and the resources to do interesting experiments. They're doing that now with the free streaming platform launched last year called Very Local. It showcases local newscasts from Hearst's 26 TV stations. It also has hyper-local original series that are designed to be connective tissue for viewers that live in the region. They can go check out that amazing sandwich shop or day spa or nonprofit organization featured in a show. Fitzgerald explains in detail Hearst's approach to growing very local on the fast track, referring to free ad-supported streaming TV channels that are already changing the streaming marketplace significantly. So we've got a lot of talk about local TV coming right up after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. 
Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. We're back with season two of the podcast, which means more opportunities to glow up and become a more responsible and better adult, one life lesson at a time. And let me just tell you, this show is just as much for us as it is for you. So let's figure this stuff out together. This season, we're going to talk about whether or not we're financially and emotionally ready for dog ownership. We're going to figure out the benefits of a high-yield savings account. And what exactly are the duties of being a member of the wedding party? All that, plus so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. Fitzgerald, Senior Vice President of Streaming Video Services for Hearst Television. Thank you for joining me today. It's my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. So I wanted to talk to you about Hearst Television's streaming local streaming initiative that is appropriately called Very Local. Uh, this was a big initiative that you launched last, you know, late summer, fallish of 2021. And as we speak here today on the cusp of Labor Day weekend here, Friday afternoon, thank you doubly, thank you for making the time. Uh, you are you just announced this week an expansion, more shows, more content, a kind of a slightly wider scope across your 26. Did I get it right? That's 20? right, 26 markets. All right, now that is old school. That is an old school syndication reporter talking. Uh, 26 markets, you know, such an interesting canvas for you to work with and to do local programming. And I was intrigued last year when you announced it and it was sort of on my to-do list. And when I saw last week, I was like, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about this. So I guess I'll start by asking you, after you launched it last year, what are you seeing in the market? What is What are the encouraging signs that you're seeing that allowed you to expand the slate? Absolutely. So um, Very Local is Hearst Television's entry into the streaming landscape. Um, you know, at the the core of our business is local broadcasting. Uh, we produce uh, uh, award-winning and top-rated newscasts in all of our 26 markets. Um, the really our goal with Very Local is we are trying to make that incredible local news content available to consumers via streaming. Um, as we have looked at the landscape when we launched the product, there were uh, two trends we thought were really interesting. The first was the growth in broadband only consumers. Mm -hmm. uh, and as that 
population continues to grow, and indeed, as that growth accelerates in markets around the United States, there are more and more consumers that don't have easy access to local broadcast news. Uh, and so at its core, our goal with Very Local was to connect those folks with our local broadcast news. The second interesting trend uh, has been what we sort of saw the beginnings of at the project uh, inception has been the growth and demand for AVOD services. Mm -hmm. um, That's been and, a big story across media this year, for sure. Yeah. And that is, and so, you know, very local is it, it's an AVOD, uh, completely free app. We we're one of the, uh, apps in the Roku store that has free on the, on the icon itself. Uh, want to, want to make sure people know it's, uh, <laughs> it's free to use. It's an eye, it's eye catching. No question. Yeah. Free and sale always gets people's <laughs> that's, attention. That's right. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so we are a, a free to use AVOD platform. Uh, we, are absolutely seeing that that sort of growth in consumer demand around free ad-supported streaming services, we are absolutely seeing that in our metrics in the very local app. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, at its at its core, mm -hmm. we are connecting consumers with local news via streaming. Um, however, a, a big part of the very local initiative for us is we wanted to differentiate the offering in the marketplace with more local content. Mm -hmm. um, and whether that is a consumer who is in a broadband only home that may not have a, a connection to a broadcast news station yet, new local content gives us an opportunity to connect with that consumer. Mm -hmm. uh, or if it's a, a consumer that does uh, have access to the linear signal, is a cable subscriber, does have a broadcast antenna, um, we wanted to be able to offer more local content uh, for them to connect with. Um, and, mm -hmm. and so that that has been a, a big part of the Very Local Initiative um, and a, a big part of what we're working on uh, for around Labor Day weekend is kind of kind of showing off the all of the incredible original mm -hmm. content we've been producing over the course of this last year. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you one question on the on the purely on the local newscast side. Are those mm -hmm. live stream simulcasts with actual news broadcasts or are they are they making it available in an on demand format or both? Uh, great question. So the newscasts are available on demand, mm -hmm. um, and they are available in our fast streams. Uh, so in an in an as live format, they are not simulcast. So we we continue to uh, believe that uh, cable subscriptions are valuable, mm -hmm. and um, and to uh, recognize the the value of uh, people who are paying for a cable subscription. Um, we actually have time shifted our newscasts in the fast channel. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a slight time delay from when it would have been live, uh, but the news is available there uh, for free. Mm -hmm. So is it like an hour, two hours after a telecast? It, or it's variable, but yeah, in that range. Mm -hmm. If I go on very local, can I watch any one of your 26 market newscasts? Will they 
be available? I can I can check out different cities, or do, is it kind of geolocated to where I to where I'm logging on from? So it is absolutely possible to watch newscasts from any market. Mm -hmm. uh, the way the app is designed, we um, we do geolocate where you are based, and we try to offer you the local experience that is going to make the most sense for you. Mm -hmm. So if you were in Sacramento, California, for example, we would offer you the Very Locals uh, Sacramento experience, which would feature newscasts from KCRA. Mm -hmm. um, but you could, in the settings menu, very easily change your location to see other locations around the U.S. Mm. Mm -hmm. Do you see a lot of, do you see people in different areas sh shopping around to look at newscasts? <laughs> uh, a little, a little bit, but uh, most of the viewership, uh, mostly once people land in a, in a market view, that becomes their home screen and, and they just default back to that. In any way, do you bundle advertising with the linear stream and the, and those like, or is it, is it a bundled play or is the app and that stream, is that all sold discreetly? On advertising right now, we're still experimenting with the right ways to connect advertisers with consumers. Um, Very Local does include advertising from our Hearst AnyScreen product, mm -hmm. uh, which is a locally sold product for local advertisers to buy streaming inventory. Mm -hmm. um, and so a, a fair number of those ads make their way through uh, to the Very Local platform. Uh, and then in addition, um, we are in the in the programmatic marketplace, like many folks in the fast yeah. universe. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a crowded field now, and I'm curious. So that tells us that there's going to be more innovations and new lanes carved out within that, which is kind of interesting to watch watch happen. Um, so that's your news content. Talk about because you have a, a fair number of originals, a lot of lifestyle stuff, a lot of obviously local color, which I think, you know, I, I also feel as I, I love that there's not a lot of that, especially I'm in a big market like LA, it's kind of hard, but I know anything sub the top 10, I would think there's so much opportunity to reach people that otherwise previously couldn't have been on linear TV, but in the, you know, with the sort of the more modest playing field, you could, and I'm sure you all are thinking incubating not only content and story and talent, but also advertisers. I think there is enormous opportunity uh, outside of the top 10 markets. And that's one of the things that's really fun about the Hearst Television footprint. Um, so we we don't have a, a ton of top 10 markets. We've got uh, Boston. Right. Um, but we have a number of markets around the U.S. And indeed, most of our footprint are cities with a real palpable creative and entrepreneurial energy mm, mm -hmm. and cities that uh, at the national level, you don't see as many stories covering. And of course, at the local level, we, we put all of our effort into, into covering these places. Right. Yeah. Um, and what very local has given us an opportunity to do is to begin to build programs that celebrate these places uh, and so the, the way that we've approached this, we're really thinking with the consumer in mind, we're thinking about content that entertains, but also has pretty high utility. Um, so if you live in a market featured by one of our local originals, we want you to be entertained, but also 
learn about the place that you live, mm -hmm. uh, learn things to do, places to go, uh, interesting restaurants or chefs, et cetera. So our, our formats are built to look and feel familiar to someone who is watching uh, unscripted cable. Uh, we have uh, travel formats, cooking formats, uh, that if you if you are a consumer of, of that content on cable, this is gonna this is gonna feel very familiar to you. Mm -hmm. um, except, it is going to be through a lens on a place that you likely wouldn't see normally on a national cable channel, um, and in many cases, right. it will be the town in which you live. So, for example. Uh, we have a uh, cooking competition show called Plate at Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. in which two Pittsburgh chefs compete to see who can make uh, the best dish and also the most Pittsburgh dish. Mm -hmm. And uh, those two chefs are uh, chefs in Pittsburgh. So if you're watching Plate at Pittsburgh in that market, uh, yes, it is a fun, unscripted cooking competition show. Uh, just like something you might see on cable. However, mm -hmm. you could also make a reservation at any of those restaurants tonight, tomorrow. Uh, and that's that sort of level of utility and access back to the community, we think is is really valuable and helps these programs resonate. Mm -hmm. And now do you have the uh, deal in place with um, open table or whatever to so that so that they can click right through the remote control or whatever to make that? To make that reservation, or is that next year? <laughs> uh, that, that's that's probably next year. But uh, Open Table, if you're listening, please give me a call. That sounds great. But it does seem like you know, and especially now, now we're really going to get into wonky wonky territory. But as we get into ATSC 3.0, that that kind of functionality should be pretty readily, you know, should be much more easily handled by broadcasters. If I understand all of that right, I know you know. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I think the the sort of promised interactivity uh, that we have been we have been looking for in the future of broadcasting, uh, certainly, I think my entire career um, and, and probably predating my career, um, it feels like we, we are in the world that that is now happening. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, certainly opportunities with ATSC 3.0. Um, mm -hmm. And in in my world in streaming, uh, we're we're already seeing the kind of beginnings of interactivity in the streaming space. Even even just um, uh, sort of uh, simple models of uh, the um, sort of higher CPM interactive advertising that uh, runs in video on demand services. Mm -hmm. um, that that kind of offering to the consumer where they they're they're having a little bit more of a dialogue between them and the and the the big screen um I, I think there's a there's an enormous opportunity and especially as our focus is deepening a relationship and deepening engagement with local consumers i think there's a there's a ton of opportunity there for us we know that there's so much investment going on in in that area of digital tools that enable mm -hmm. that kind of conversation. That's what we're definitely here from the investment side. We're always focused on what's the next studio. And people are saying, actually, infrastructure right. ticketing apps are the hot thing, but it makes sense. You know, you gotta, you've got to facilitate it and we're all spoiled now. We want it just, we want it a couple of clicks and oh, there it is, you know? 
Um, let me ask you, so do you own, does Hearst own all the content? Is there, is there any kind of licensing going on or are you, do you, I'm guessing you produce it using a lot of the station resources? So there's a, there's a small amount of content uh, that is licensed on Very Local, but the, the vast majority of what you see on Very Local uh, is produced and owned by Hearst. Um, and this is really, these are, are programs that we have developed and defined specifically to highlight these markets. And, uh, and you know, put, put a lot of work into what is, what is the best way to produce a show that is going to reflect this city. Don't surf around. We'll be right back with more on the future of local TV with Hearst Television's Andrew Fitzgerald. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public... The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss a common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using fabric softener. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back with more from Hearst Television's Andrew Fitzgerald. Hearst has very well-established Esquire, Cosmopolitan, you know, magazines that have also a lot of content resources. Is there any is there any cross-pollination there? Absolutely. Um, so on Very Local, we have a, a few properties that are uh, built by Hearst Magazine. So mm-hmm. uh, the Delish uh, food brand, we have um, some shows under the Delish food brand. We actually have a show from Esquire uh, called In Transit. Uh, which is a celebrity interview uh, show hosted by Dave Holmes, uh, in which he's um, interviewing celebrities in an airport bar uh, as they travel to different destinations around America, uh, talking That's about a genius. That's a captive about audience. Their career, their career, and also where they're uh, where they're headed to. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. 
who um, for the content that airs on very local, who sells that? Does do you have a dedicated sales team, or is the advertising sold by the individual station groups? So it's the advertising in very local right now is a mix of some locally sold uh, through our Hearst AnyScreen product, and then some uh, programmatic. Uh, which is uh, run by a, a team that handles our uh, programmatic sales writ large. It would seem intuitively that it's a great way to bring in advertisers that wouldn't maybe yet have the heft to be on linear at this stage. Is that is that a fair assessment that you can? It allows you to to bring in people that wouldn't otherwise be on the air. Well, certainly for our so our Hearst AnyScreen product uh, predates Very Local by I think about two years, mm-hmm. and the idea there was to offer local advertisers the opportunity to be in the streaming landscape. Um, And so, you know, through uh, going out in the marketplace and finding the right inventory matches for local advertisers' goals. Um, And now with Very Local, we we are helping to connect those same uh, local advertisers with audience consuming Hearst Television content um, and we expect that to continue to increase. Um, and so it is, I think the the opportunity right now is with our existing advertising relationships in local markets, how do we help bring those advertisers into this whole new world of advertising? Uh, whether whether that is mm-hmm. within very local, expanding out through streaming uh, via Hearst Any Screen. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, what do you find in terms of audience profile, the difference in the audience profile of people that, that watch tune into very local, whether it's the original content or a newscast versus what you'll, what you'd see on the linear mothership station in the market. So very local's audience is pretty much as mass market as our linear stations, um, with uh, with perhaps a slightly younger bent, mm-hmm. not surprising. Um, not surprising. Uh, but the, but uh, yeah, it, it is um, to be in the broadcast industry uh, is your your market is uh, very much general uh, general mass market, mm-hmm. and your your affinity area, your interest uh, graph is people care about the place that they live. Do you think about how you program very local so as to not in any way, you know, cannibalize a linear audience or is that not a concern? Do you feel like you fish in different ponds in terms of in terms of the content that runs on very local and the content available, you know, that might be available, say, on the weekend on one of on a, on one of the stations? Um, there, There is not outside of the newscasts and other station produced uh other station produced content um there is not a ton of overlap between what is airing on the linear channel and what is airing in very local um you know the uh, the linear channel in addition to our locally produced content includes content from our syndication partners content from our our network partners um none of that is appearing in very local so and then on the very local side it's very it's actually quite rare for us to take original uh, content that has been produced for very local and run that on the linear side. Um, mm-hmm. Part of our Labor Day uh, special 
the more to explore special is about highlighting these original shows that are exclusive to our streaming platform for our linear audiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we think about for the audiences of the two platforms on streaming, we're really looking at either an audience of folks that uh, just are not consuming linear channels Mm -hmm. and so we're we're sort of offering them the local news and more and then for audiences that are consuming content on our existing linear channel they're they're already in that market we're really viewing very local as an opportunity for them to deepen their engagement with that local station Mm -hmm. Um, and so things like uh, the the value proposition for that consumer is these television stations produce absolutely incredible local news specials. Um, and, you know, most, uh, just, just about all of our stations are, are winning awards for their uh, deeper chronicle investigations, which mm-hmm. are half hour specials, which air uh, once or a couple of times on linear with a very local platform. We can host those, in perpetuity right. as video on demand assets. I see them, you know, you see, especially like every year in the Peabody finalists and winners, you <laughs> see, you see these great, these things that sound just on the surface to sound like amazing local investigations and they would air once or may, and maybe be rerun a week later. Right. And then, and that there is a lot, and I will give Hearst a shout out. It is one that just, you can tell that it's, it's one of the few groups that is still really investing in sort of deep, local investigative work and that is a you know it's it's a shame to see that to see that dwindling so shout out to Hearst for continuing that investment and then it's, uh, it yeah. makes so much sense for you to and and pro tip around peabodies that you could package and say you know because it's really like a lot of people are seeing these things and they sound you know they sound like really impactful impactful tv yeah absolutely and i think the you know for for us to be able to even better highlight that journalism that's happening in our in our local markets is uh, that is as as much fun as we're having uh, making original content mm-hmm. uh, that is travel shows and cooking shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really so core to very local is our ability to better highlight that local news content and and increase the potential audience and the amount of time that 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 content is accessible to people. Much of the production that is happening within Very Local is is actually independent of stations, uh, and so it, we we have been uh, for many of the shows we're producing uh, we're operating in a in a new landscape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, yeah. One of the many one of the many arenas that is adjusting to a, a lot, you know, b- both more global and more hyper hyper local at the same time. That's right. Great. Uh, Andrew, I so appreciate, I so appreciate your time. My last question for you might be my toughest, but, uh, yeah. but, but let me ask you at this point is very local. Are you in a cash flow positive situation or are you still in building mode? Uh, we're still in building mode. Um, but we are so encouraged by the growth of the product and the connection that we're building with audiences. Um, so we're, we're feeling very bullish on the product.
truly, Andrew, really appreciate. Uh, I love local broadcasting. I am really interested to watch its future. And I really appreciate you letting me lob questions at you about your effort. It's really interesting. And I think folks, even well outside of Hearst Market, should go check out Very Local. Because I can tell you're putting a lot into it. If I, if, I can, if I can give the plug, the Very Local app is available in any market in the United States. Uh, it's on Roku and Amazon Fire and all of the other uh, OTT and CTV uh, categories. And we're on mobile. You can find us on, uh, on iOS and Android too. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. We love to hear from listeners. And please go to Variety.com to sign up for the free Strictly Business newsletter. And don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Strictly Business. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. <laughs> awesome. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yemi's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B.